but then the soul comes in and it's like, you're not really freeing these people because now they're just going to think that money is freedom and money is not freedom. And once again, back to what I was saying about having to learn things experientially, you're not going to believe me until you have it, till you have more than you've ever had in your fucking life. And then you're going to realize, shit, I should have taken these things seriously earlier. Welcome to the Conscious Wealth Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Griff. I'm a conscious serial entrepreneur with a passion for wealth creation, sovereignty and natural law, spirituality and consciousness, financial literacy, commerce, investing, and the game of money. I am the founder of the Level Up Collective, a conscious wealth mastermind in which I lead countless others through the process of unlearning most, if not all, of what we've been taught about the world and the game of money, and then relearning what the rules of this secretive game really are and how we can actually win at it. I was incredibly blessed to stumble across many of the secrets of the 1% at a young age. And rather than keeping it all to myself, I'm on a mission to share this information freely with as many people as I can. This podcast is going to challenge the very fabric of your reality. And at times, you may find yourself running up against some of your deepest unconscious belief systems. I encourage you to give yourself grace, keep an open mind, and never just accept what I say as fact. Always do your own research. I never want you to just assume I am telling the truth. I am not here to convince or teach you anything, but rather to reflect back and remind you of things that somewhere in your consciousness you already know. Take what resonates, discard what doesn't, and enjoy the ride. Now let's get started. What is your larger driving force? It has to be bigger than money. It has to be bigger than what you perceive freedom to be. It has to be even bigger than to provide for your family or anything that has to do with this limited, finite 3D illusion. Now, you don't have to believe any of this. So when I say it has to be, technically, no, it doesn't. And I know that that's not going to be for everyone. But what I mean is, I've sat with this for many, many, many years. There's not another way to explain it. That's what I mean when I say it has to be. Let's go a little bit deeper. And when I say these things, I do not mean to trigger anyone just before I say these things. Okay. This is to allow you to maybe ask yourselves questions or consider things that you haven't considered before. That's it. Most people only operate for themselves. I think that's hopefully not too surprising. We are animals. Most of us are in our more primal amygdalas most of the time. Most people have not had the privilege or desire to commit to spiritual evolution. And so, of course, most people are going to be living more like animals than like God, whatever that word means to you. 
But what is interesting is that even when I say that, most of you in your minds are likely like, that's not me. So let's go a few levels above that to maybe something you can resonate with closer. Because I know your ego is not going to let that fly. You're not going to take that in and be like, yeah, I'm just operating for myself. Most people aren't going to admit that. But a few levels above that, this one is very common. For the small percentage of people that can get there, some people operate for things like their family or those they love. And that becomes the identity. I'm not selfish. Everything I do is for others. I'm providing for my family, whatever it may be. And that is true. It's not an or, it's an and. So when you're really zoomed in and you look at something, it's going to look different than if you took 20 steps back and then you looked at it, right? So when you're really zoomed in, it seems like okay, that's a, that's a high-level selfless thing to do. Focus on raising my family, caring for my family. I agree. Then let's take some steps back. Let's zoom out a little bit. Is that really all it's about? Really incarnate here to simply satisfy your lower self's desires. And when I say that, I'm not referencing raising a family. I'm referencing the first part about operating for yourself. Did you really incarnate here to provide for your family? Is that it? And this isn't something I can answer for people. And hopefully this goes without saying, I have absolutely nothing against the construct of a family. So don't try to read between the lines here. This is just to get you to think a little bit bigger. Because what I have found is most people are so comfortable in the 3D. And this is an example that is hopefully closer to home that people just don't question. It's not about the family. Don't get caught up on the tool, remember? It's that most people are happy going to the grave, having never realized why the fuck they're here. Why were you born on earth? Why were you born on earth at the time you were born? What does it all mean? And a lot of people reach a point in their lives where they end up having kids And they just kind of use that to bypass and they go, oh, I'm here to be a parent and that's good enough. So I'll just pass on the duty to my kid. Maybe they'll figure it out. Now you're not consciously thinking these things because you probably would have trouble (laughs) living with yourself if you could admit that and didn't change it. God forbid we do that. But these are things that I genuinely think are greatly worth thinking about. The construct of having a child is absolutely important. It's even spiritual. It's life-changing. But can it also be used as a form of bypassing where maybe we can birth a child or birth children or have a family and then allow that to keep us small? For example, only focusing on raising said child. Or let me use a slightly different example. Even let's say you're in a relationship or you have what you deem to be a family unit and you're like, I'm here to pour into those around me. Okay. Is that it? So you're just going to help the three people that you really love and everyone else fuck you 
this is an example of what I mean by thinking a little bit more expansively. And I think that for most of us, we stop at a certain level. We go, I'm just going to focus on this. I'm going to do this. And here's what I'm here for. Really? That tells me said person hasn't gone deep enough. Because when you go real deep, when you can actually get past the ego constructs for like an extended period of time, you go into a place where there is only one. There is only one. So if you're focusing on a small set of people and that's it, that tells me you either have never experienced the higher nature of reality and where we came from and what we are, or you've experienced it and you forgot, or you've experienced it and you've actively chosen to not do what is in the highest good. There are a few things that I can promise you about your life. Number one, you did not come to earth to work a fucking job. Hopefully that's obvious. Most people, I would imagine, would be able to at least admit that. I mean, the construct itself is barely a little over 100 years old, but we don't even know history to even realize that. Jobs weren't even a thing until Rockefeller created them. Y'all don't want me to go into the history. I'll say that for another time. But a man created the construct and now as an entire society and even world, we're addicted to it. But what do all religious texts tell us? Not to bow to any man, meaning you don't take instructions. You're not ruled by any man. So there's that. I'm going to move on. You did not come to earth to earn money even. And that's another one. It sounds so silly when I say that, like, of course you didn't. But what are we doing? What are we doing? Monday through Friday, what are you doing? Go. Why the hell do you wake up so early? Go. So it's like, yeah, any of us would admit that. But then what are we doing? And this is where the programming comes in. And this is where it's like, why is Jeremy always saying wealth is spiritual? Well, because it's going to be real hard to get out of your own way, unprogram a lot of this. If you don't see that this is higher than just the 3D aspect of what's going on. It's not about saying I'm working for X person right now. Fuck that. I want to work for myself. That's what most people say. That just has to do with you and your own preferences. But when I say you, that's not even you. There's no such thing as you. That's an identity you've crafted and attached to, and you associate to it that has preferences and non-preferences. That's not fucking you. That wasn't you until you popped out your mom. And that won't be you as soon as you die. But for whatever reason, people can't think this expansively. And what I'm telling you is the greatest gift you could give yourself is more space in your life so you can start to think this expansively. It's been the biggest changing factor, the biggest positive attribute to my life has been all the space I've given myself. And at first, when you give yourself space, it sucks. You do not like it. You experience why you haven't been giving yourself space. I'm going to say that one more time. At first, when you give yourself space, it sucks. And you meet 
exactly why you haven't been giving yourself space. Imagine being in the rat race, plugged in, go, 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 working your way up the corporate ladder. And then you finally retire when you're 65. Robert Kiyosaki talks about this. He finally made it. He sold his company. He's a multi, multi, multi millionaire. The first thing they did is he let all his friends know, I'm done. I made it. I'm good. I have generational wealth. See you later. I'm out of the business. And he went on vacation with his wife. And he went to some tropical climate to lay on the beach, right? He explained that he proceeded to be incredibly miserable. And his friend warned him about it. And he was like, no, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, so ready for this. All I've ever wanted is this, right? All we ever want is this. But then he got it. He was miserable because of who you have to be over and over and over. You're programming yourself to be busy, to feel worthy, achieve more, more. Got to get there. Got to get there. You think that's just going to stop? 40 years, you think that's just going to stop? So what I'm trying to help you guys with, albeit there's a lot of resistance here, you're way better off to start now, even if it's rocky and slow and all that, unprogramming yourself. Because if you don't, you're going to have to face what I'm talking about anyway. Whether you do it when you're old, you do it when you're younger, whether you have 40 years to undo or four, we're not here to earn money. Should it be a priority? Absolutely. For those of you who listened to my first episode of my podcast, you know my stance on that. You have to believe it's very important, but that's very different than saying you believe that the point of what you're doing is to make money. Very different. You didn't come here to get rich. These things, they sound so silly when I actually say them, but they come from a place of me observing and psychoanalyzing society than myself. They sound silly. We nod our heads like, yeah, that's true. But then what, what's going to happen on Monday? What is going on, guys? I just want to take a really quick break from the podcast to remind you that if you're continuing to receive value from the Conscious Wealth Podcast, the absolute best thing that you can do to support us is leave us a quick five-star review and let us know how you're liking the show. I have literally nothing to sell you unless you happen to feel overwhelmingly inspired to join the Level Up Collective, our wealth mastermind, but I will never sell you on that. And honestly, we turn away about 40% of applicants every enrollment period. I started this podcast to give back and share the hidden knowledge that no one seems to be willing to share publicly, let alone share it for free. I'm sure you guys have noticed that we do not do any advertising of other companies on the podcast, nor do we run ads on our YouTube videos, simply because we're playing the long game with this podcast. We truly want to impact millions. If that resonates with you, help us continue to provide you top tier content by rating the show and sharing it with your friends. Thank you so much for the support. Now let's get back to the show. This one's interesting. You didn't come here to learn any 3D skill. 
I want you to think about someone like, shit, let's go Kobe Bryant, debatably the best basketball player of all time. If you asked him at any point in his life why he was here, I'm not sure because I didn't know him and I haven't heard him answer this question. But he very well may have said to become the best ever at the sport of basketball. And an answer like that would indicate to me that unfortunately he lived his whole life from a place of ego and that he never met his true essence. I hope that's not the case. But the reason I bring up an example like that is so I can explain it from another way. Look at what we glamorize as a society. It sounds silly when I say you didn't come here to learn a 3D skill. Duh. But hold on. The way that you can extract what someone's belief systems are is you just look at their actions. You don't listen to their words. You don't ask them, what do you believe about this? No, those are all biased lies. You look at their actions. So let's zoom out and let's look at our actions as a society. What are we doing from Monday to Friday? from eight to five. What are we doing? We have a culture of achievement. We have to achieve. We have to earn. We have to work hard for things. Things. So we believe that we did come here to learn a 3D skill. But when I say it like that, you would read it and you'd be like, no, I didn't come here. Duh, I didn't learn. I didn't come to earth to learn a skill. I didn't come here to learn how to analyze a company on the stock market. I didn't come here to learn how to be a, an analyst for the company that I work for. I didn't come here to do customer support at the startup I work for, whatever the hell you do. And I'm not even just talking about jobs. This is anything. I'm talking about achievement, skills. We're so addicted to skill acquisition. We don't realize that it's a bypassing. And I'm speaking from experience. I love acquiring skills. It's an addiction in and of itself to start something and you feel completely overwhelmed. You have no proficiency. You're lost. And in a few weeks, you can ride the bike without training wheels. That's stimulating. It's exciting. It's satisfying. But that's not why you're here. That's not why you came to earth. In this one life, you get just one on earth. And back to what I was saying about society, while this may sound obvious, once again, when we look around at what we're doing and what we're prioritizing, the underlying belief system, if we look at the actions that we're all undertaking as a society, the underlying belief systems is that we are here to learn and achieve based on our skills. Just think about it. And it's not that there's anything wrong with having skills or pursuing skills or achieving. It's just the difference between thinking about life from here and then going all the way up to the rooftop and thinking about that same type of question. You see things you couldn't see from the fifth floor when you're on the 20th floor. That's always how it is. So Hopefully you guys understand none of this is a message of guilt and shame. This is just as much a message to myself as it is you, but I feel it's important to remind us all that while we focus on skills, we focus on 
acquiring 3D wealth. We teach crypto. We teach law. All the things. That's not why we're here. So instead of focusing on the things as if those are the reason, those are the driving force, those are the means to which we're trying to acquire, reframing things and keeping it top of mind that, yes, I just so happen to be focusing on learning consumer law right now, or learning technical analysis right now, or learning what words mean right now, or wherever you guys are at or are going to be at if you're new. That's awesome. Just don't forget the larger picture that's always at play, but we forget because we're human. We have blind spots. We have an ego. It wants to cling. So as soon as you start learning about this thing, you're going to lose the expansive view you have right now. The way you're able to see reality right now if you've actually been present in this conversation, is extremely expansive. It's one of my gifts that I've been gifted by the creator is being able to think more expansively. Now, the challenge is, and it happens to me all the time, when you go back into the world, how can you take more of that expansiveness with you so that you stop taking things so seriously? You stop attaching so much meaning to the resistance and the stories that your ego is trying to tell you, whether good or bad. I'm not talking about like necessarily insecurities or whatever limiting beliefs. I'm also talking about like, oh yeah, I'm so fucking good at this thing. I'm getting great results. This is it. Yeah, that's great. But that's also not why we're here. It's a stepping stone. It's a tool for spiritual evolution. And how many of us just get caught up on the tool? It's why for the handful of you, well, it's more than a handful at this point, (laughs) who have known me for many, many, many years. If you've noticed, I don't stick with one thing very long. And that's actually like surprising if you knew my personality, for those of you that do know my personality, because I am not at all someone that bounces from thing to thing at all. I'm a very like consistent, stable, grounded person who can just like do the same thing for 10 years. And yet I don't. Why, why did I start as a personal trainer, then become an online coach in the fitness space, and then evolve to spirituality, and then evolve to business, and then evolve to whatever the LUC was when we started it, and then change that to somewhat of an investing group. And now it is what it is, which is hard to even explain other than just calling it a cult. Because none of it has ever been about what I was doing. People see what I was doing and they're like, oh yeah, he's, he's a fitness coach. Oh, he's, he quit. He must not have been good at it. No, you just evolve. And once you got the tools use, you move on. But how many of us were programmed into this paradigm of doing the same thing for 40 years and calling that a life? The reason I keep evolving and the reason this group has like a 90% retention rate with our students is because this group is a living, breathing entity. It changes constantly. It evolves constantly. It is not what it was six months ago, and it will not be what it is today in six months, right? If you've been in the group, you understand that. And the reason for that is because the group is just a vehicle 
And what is the vehicle that you just boarded? It's a vehicle to remember where you came from, who you actually are, and what you actually are. That's it. So when I was very, very, very new to adulthood, fitness was the first stepping stone for that for me. But for anyone who has a background in fitness or who's currently in it, you understand that like it's a great starter. And then you reach a cap where it actually limits you. So maybe you evolve to something more mindful. And then you still get, you get to a point where it has a cap because it's just your body. And the body is just a piece, but you're not your body. Right. So like, seriously, like you guys have followed me, some of you on this call, even our new members, some of you knew me in high school. Some of you have followed me for six, seven, eight years. You've watched what I'm talking about. That is why I keep changing. It's not like, Oh, what what can I make money? What's trendy? I do like the opposite of what's trendy. (laughs) I like run a cult. So (laughs) it's like not trendy. That's not the, it's not what we're doing. (laughs) It's just like, where is the spiritual evolution leading to next? Right? My ego wanted to be comfortable. I mean, I taught you guys how to print 200, 300% ROIs a year. I could like, if I was sitting in my brain, like that's good. Like that's a very, (laughs) that's not going to be topped, but then the soul comes in and it's like, you're not really freeing these people. Because now they're just going to think that money is freedom and money is not freedom. And once again, back to what I was saying about having to learn things experientially, you're not going to believe me until you have it, until you have more than you've ever had in your fucking life. And then you're going to realize, shit, I should have taken these things seriously earlier. There's no such thing as a wrong path. Whatever path you end up taking, that's the path you're supposed to be on. So we're all going to learn it. But it's just interesting. It's very interesting to think about.